Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, February 15, 2017. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity news on Harrison Ford, Nick Cannon, Mariah Carey, Drake, Kanye West, and Alana Morissette, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hi, I'm Britney Spears. I've had the pleasure of singing all over this great nation, but today I'm lending my voice to the 15 million kids in America struggling with hunger. Every year, billions of pounds of excess food go to waste, while one in five children may be left without enough food for a meal. But it doesn't have to be this way. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks helps to get food to families in need. Visit feedingamerica.org to learn how you can help. Together we can solve hunger. Together we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectoral. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of the stories on today's show, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347 372656 and press the number one. Also, we're on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash That's Entertainment Radio. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto Like the Shoe, S T I L E T T O and the number 14. Also follow me on the gram. Just type in T. Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NYC is a partly sunny uh, 45 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout out to everyone that's listening on the phone lines and in the chat room. Thank you again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And again, if you want to make a story, a uh, comment of any stories that I mentioned on the show today, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call in number is 347 637 2656. 
and Preston number one. What a week it has been. We just had we just had the Grammys, which was Sunday night. A lot of expected winners, a lot of uh, people that we didn't was hoping to win that didn't get to win. So it was an interesting night, to say the least. Uh, this week in entertainment, we're going to be talking about uh, Harrison Ford. Uh, just the other day, you know, Harrison Ford has a, his own private jet, pri- I should say private plane, and he almost got into some kind of collision at the airport because he uh, flew in on the run- wrong runway. I'll tell you the latest. Also, Nick Cannon's in the uh, news. Uh, he has called a quit. When it comes to his hosting duties on American God Talent, I'll tell you what caused NBC, what caused Dick Cannon to say hang up his towel because of a, a, a special that he's doing. I'll tell you the uh, latest. And Kanye West is getting ready to present his uh, new uh, line of clothing for Fashion Week. It's Fashion Week in New York this week. And we just found out that he might be suffering from some memory loss uh, after he had that. Uh, that nervous breakdown, he might have lost uh, some of his memory. I'll tell you the latest. And Mariah Carey will be performing live for the first time after her, uh, I guess you could say, that mishap on New Year's Eve and Dick Clark Rockin' Eve. You know, she had some technical difficulties that caused her to not be able to sing live. She was lip-syncing. She couldn't hear the music. Well, she's going to be scheduled to Thing on Jimmy Kimball tonight. I'll tell you the latest. But without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it. Well, it's been quite a week. Yesterday was Valentine's Day. I hope everyone had a nice Valentine's Day. Uh, if you didn't, maybe you just hung out with your friends. That's cool too. I uh, this past uh, past weekend I did a pre-Valentine's Day show. So if you guys missed the show, you can always go to the archive. Uh, it's the one show that I do every year. It's at my annual pre-Valentine's Day show where I do a music show where I play some of my favorite R&B artists or from the R&B genre and of love songs and slow jams, to, you know, to put you in a romantic mood. Or if you just want to chill from a hard day's work, just want to kick up your feet, have a glass of wine, take it easy, you want some soothing music, definitely that show is for you. So uh, if you missed the show and you want to just check it out, you can always go to the archives here on Blog Talk Radio. You can also check it out on iTunes. I also post the show on the Facebook page as well as Twitter. So uh, check it out. It's a really nice show. This week uh, we're going to be talking about very interesting week here. Uh, just recently, the other day actually, matter of fact, I believe it was yesterday, wasn't it? Harrison Ford is being investigated by the FAA after he was involved in a potential serious incident in California as he was piloting his private plane on Monday. Uh, the Star Wars, the Force Awakened actor, flew his single-engine Aviat. 
Husky jet over a Boeing 737 passenger plane. Harrison has been instructed to land on runway 20L at John Wayne Airport in Orange County, but he mistakenly aimed for a taxiway instead. Now, according to NBC News, his plane passed over the top of the American Airlines 737 carrying 110 passengers and a six-person crew. During the incident, Harrison was heard on air uh, on, on the air traffic control recording asking, quote, was that airliner meant to be underneath me? Air traffic controllers told the actor that he had landed on a taxiway rather than the runway, a violation of Federal Aviation Administration safety rules. According to the FAA, controllers gave him the proper landing instruction and that he read them back. No one was hurt in the incident. The passenger plane, uh, American Airlines Flight 1546, managed to depart safely for Dallas just minutes after the incident. A representative for Harrison hasn't responded to a request for any comment. He could receive a simple warning letter to a suspension of his pilot license following the incident. And this is not the first time um, Harrison Ford had flew his plane in in, in a precarious situation. You know, uh, I think it was last year he uh, crashed his plane. Fortunately for him, he was fine. No one got killed. No one was got hurt. But, you know, he's, he keeps having these mishaps. Um and you know Harrison Ford is up there in age. He's in his seventies, and uh, I don't know. He, you know he flies his plane solo. It's just him. So I don't know. They're thinking about giving him some kind of a warning letter, or they might have to suspend his pilot license. Either way, you know, um, I don't know. Maybe he needs to start traveling with uh, uh, someone, uh, you know, like a co-pilot, just to make sure. He's in the safe zone. Make sure that he's, uh, you know, following the directions of the uh, air traffic controller. I mean, you know, he just just ended up on the run, wrong runway. Uh, also this week, uh, American Got Talent, uh, if you haven't heard, Nick Cannon uh, went off on Facebook. He had this rant where he talked about um, how he is uh, – is calling it quits as far as his hosting duties with American Got Talent. But apparently American Got Talent doesn't want to let Nick Cannon go. Barely a day after the host appeared to quit the competition show, NBC executives are keeping their fingers crossed that he'll be back. Now, this is according to TMZ. Cannon expressed his disdain after NBC execs reportedly considered firing him for a racially charged joke he told during a recent stand-up. The joke in question was part of his Showtime special, Stand Up, Don't Shoot, which aired Friday, which aired Friday actually, and which he said he was forced to change his behavior once he joined the show. His network bosses reportedly first learned about the joke when Cannon was promoting the special on Howard Stern radio show Friday morning. Now, this is what Nick said. He, this is what he wrote on his Facebook post. He said, "I quote, I was to be punished for a joke." I I have loved hosting American Idol Town for the last eight seasons, watching talented, brave, and courageous Americans accomplish their dreams in front of millions has been nothing but a joy, and everyone has been a pleasure to work with, but my soul won't allow me to be in business with corporations that attempt to frown on freedom of speech, censored artists, and questions cultural choices, unquote. While Cannon Rant certainly doesn't look promising for the chance he'll return when production for the show starts next month, the executives are holding off on looking for a replacement host. Um, 
I didn't see the stand-up, but I know that um, one of, a part of his joke, uh, he took the acronym from ABC and used it as the N-word, saying that, the, in other words, he was, the, the, from what I got from the joke, he was saying that, you know, when you work for NBC, you know, there's all these restrictions, and uh, he said the N-word, uh, you better... Um, uh, you better. Uh, uh, he used all different kind of acronyms to represent each letter of the network, and NBC heard it. And even when he was on Howard Stern, he said that uh, even Howard Stern even asked him, you know, you don't think the executives of NBC are going to hear this, see this stand up, and might you know say something about it? And he said, if they do, then I will sue them. In other words, he felt that, you know, being that he's an artist, a comedian, you know, he does his stand-up routine, that he should have the ability to express how, he, you know, what he wants to say or feel. But it doesn't look good when you work for the same company, you know. And it's even in his contract that he can't say any negative or anything bad about the company. It's in the contract. And that's true with a lot of employers or big companies, you know, uh, you you can't certain companies you can't sue uh, because it's in their in your contract or your clause. You know if something go down you can't sue. So you know he kind of was um, you know going against his contract. But um, you know they saying that you know they're not they don't want to let him go. You know they just saying that you know you got to be careful. But he feels and uh, you know that I should be able to say what I do because. You know, before he even became a host on this show, he was an actor and and, and he was doing stand-up. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Mariah Carey is ready to uh, – is she basically she's ready for redemption after she dropped the ball during her disastrous New Year's Eve uh, show. The pop diva will take the stage on Wednesday tonight on Jimmy Kimmel Live. This will mark her first performance since her – uh, terrible, disastrous performance at uh, Times Square, which she ended early due to audio issues. The 46-year-old singer is set to perform her latest hit, I Don't, which she released earlier this month. The Kimmel Give comes roughly six weeks after Carrie made headlines for her marred performance on the annual Dick Clark New York New Year Rock and Eve show, during which she complained about the technical difficulties as she paced around stage on national television refusing to sing. Instead, she lip-synced some of her biggest hits at other points before storming off the stage. The singer publicist later told Billboard that she believed Dick Clark Productions set her up to fail, while Carrie accused the event production crew of attempting to capitalize on circumstances beyond our control. That's what they said. Dick Clark Productions has uh, denied sabotaging uh, Carrie's performance. Carrie is set to tour with Lionel Richie beginning in next month in March with her first show back in New York since New Year's Eve schedule for April 1st at Madison Square Garden. And uh, Drake wanted to take care of a stranger. Now, not in the way it's, 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 it's coming off, but the superstar rapper reportedly offered to talk down a man who was attempting to jump off a bridge in England this week, according to the uh, Greater Manchester Police. The Take Care singer tour bus was stuck in traffic after he left his gig at the Manchester Arena, and the musician learned it was because of a man was standing on the wrong side of the bridge barrier. 
a member of Drake Entourage approached officers and said that the star was willing to try and talk the man down. Just before 7 a.m. on Sunday, the man on the bridge was eventually brought down by authorities and hospitalized. And Drake missed, well, he was nominated for a Grammy this year. He missed the Grammy Awards on Sunday to perform the Manchester show. He was nominated for eight awards and took two home for Best Rap Song and Best Rap Song Collaboration for Hotline Blame. Wasn't that great of Drake, you know? That was really brave for him to come up there and said, you know, let me try. Let me see if I can, you know, talk some sense in the guy, see if, you know, I can help him out. That was really, really nice of Drake. Uh, Kanye West's memory might be fading. This is not a joke, guys. West, who was hospitalized late last year, is reportedly recovering from memory loss. Pop Sugar spoke to West's co-producer and collaborator Malik Youssef on the red carpet for, for the Grammys about the rapper's health. Youssef said West was at home focusing on his health with his family and was going through processes. Youssef added that West isn't currently working on anything but is being uh, invigorated by the growth of his son, Saint, who's now walking and playing with toys. Now, West spent nine days at UCLA Medical Center where he was said to have been suffering temporary psychosis due to sleep deprivation and dehydration. The famous rapper also has to cancel his remaining tour dates for the St. Pablo tour in 2016. Regardless of his health issue, West is expected to make a public appearance this week for New York Fashion Week presenting his latest Yeezy collection. Wow. Um, you know, when we heard about this breakdown, this meltdown, we didn't think it was that serious. I mean, it was serious, but to the point where he's losing his memory. And, you know, I I heard that there was a rumor that he don't even remember some of the things that he said when he was ranting about uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce, how come they don't keep in touch with him, how come they don't call, how come they didn't ask about Kim when she had that burglary in Paris, um, there's, there's a rumor have it that he don't even remember that. Remember, he had said uh, he had uh, if he had had the chance to vote, he would have voted for Donald Trump. He made some comments about Hillary Clinton, um, and then he just walked off the stage, and people pay all this money. So it was really more serious than we really actually thought. But um, yes, he's here in New York. Matter of fact, he and Kim celebrated Valentine's Day. Uh, here in New York, uh, again, Kanye West is scheduled to do his uh, fashion collection at New York, uh, New York Fashion Week. Uh, right now, we have here 19 minutes after the hour. Are you? If you are currently on the phone lines and listening through your computers, welcome. If this is your first time tuning into the show, this is That's Entertainment Online Radio. Uh, this April will be our seven-year mark here on BTR. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Uh, we cover everything from entertainment news, movie, television, celebrity interviews, celebrity gossip, you name it. Uh, if you like the show, make sure you click on the follow-up button, and that way you're going to get a message from your email or uh, from Twitter or Facebook when we broadcast live. And uh, also check out our past shows. We have archives here on Blog Talk Radio. And you also check us out on iTunes. And also, and I forgot about this, we are currently on Stitcher.com. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. It's a, a, it's a site, a website, over 
60, now it's probably over 70-plus radio shows and podcasts. That's Entertainment. You just type in That's Entertainment online radio in the search box, and you can also catch the archives on that site as well. Uh, Singer Alanis Morissette uh, Home in Brentwood, California, has reportedly been raided by thieves when the singer, her husband Mario, Soul Eye Treadway, and their children were not home. The singer may have suffered the largest amount of loss and damage today as the burglars allegedly pocketed a safe containing $2 million in jewelry. The robberies went down last Thursday, February 9th. On Tuesday, a spokesperson for the Los Angeles Police Department would not name Morissette as a victim. However, the rep did confirm that on February 9th, suspects made off with a safe containing approximately $2 million worth of jewelry and other items or property from a Brentwood home. The Los Angeles police stated that besides taking the entire safe inside the mansion, they did some damage to the house during the break-in. LAPD Commercial Crime Division, which handles high-end burglaries, reportedly uh, they took the case and is currently investigating the burglary. They revisited the home yesterday to examine the crime scene. The 42-year-old singer has not yet commented on the incident. However, she posted a cryptic message on Twitter three days after the alleged heist, hinting that she was in good spirits even after the mishap. The singer, who rose to fame with her Jagged Little Pill album in 1990, posted a photo of footprints in the sand and wrote in the caption, quote, Sometimes a sweet artistic form is as nice to know you are surrounded by so much goodness, unquote. It's not the first time the singer had become a victim of a crime. Only last month, the singer ex-manager Jonathan Todd Swartz admitted that he had embezzled more than $5 million from the musician. He disguised the criminal withdrawal, which he did between May of 2010 and January 2014, by falsely listing them as personal expenses. And according to the federal court documents, he used the money to invest in marijuana grows. Swartz was charged with wire fraud and filing a false tax return. Uh, C-3PO informed that there will be a new R2. That's right. R2-D2 will be powered by a different actor starting in the upcoming film, The Last Jedi. Jimmy V, who's 57, will portray the likable droid in the 2017 follow-up to The Force Awakens, which hits theaters in December. V will be continuing the legacy started by Kenny Baker, who died in 2016 at the age of 81. V also lent his talent to R2 in The Force Awakens, but the credits went to Baker, who consulted on the role. These uh, film, uh, filmography include playing a goblin in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and Lofties in 2010's Pan. And uh, too much pop is never enough. That's the vibe of this year's iHeartRadio Music Award, which has rolled out an A-list lineup of live performers from Katy Perry to Ed Sheeran, The Chainsmokers, Shawn Mendes, and more. Also confirmed for the 2017 edition are Thomas Rhett, Noah Cyrus, and Big Sean, who joined previously announced performer Bruno Mars. Ryan Seacrest will host the fourth annual event to be held March 5th at the Forum in Inglewood, California. This year, Stramaganza will feature a mix of solo performances first-time duets and collaborations, so who will perform what and with whom will be revealed at a later date. Drake, 
and the Chainsmokers, they topped this year's list of nominees for the iHeart Radio Music Awards, which celebrate the music heard across iHeart Media radio station over the past year. Other artists with multiple nominations include Rihanna, 21 Pilot, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, and Beyonce. New awards include Producer of the Year, Label of the Year, and Best Music Video, as well as individual genre-specific awards for artists, songs, and albums of the year, and there are eight socially voted categories. For a full list of nominations and to cast your vote, visit iHeartRadio.com slash awards. The 2017 iHeartRadio Music Award will air live March 5th at 8 p.m. Eastern on TBS, TNT, and True TV. And uh, if not for the courage of a go-getter looking to make a good impression on his new boss, but Pretty Little Liar star Shay Mitchell would have lost a very expensive piece of jewelry over the weekend. The 29-year-old actress was modeling a Mr. Warburton brand bracelet for a waterfront shoot for La Palme magazine in Los Angeles when the pricey piece came loose and flew into the frigid ocean. Within a split second, the $33,000 bracelet flew out if it was in, like they said, slow motion into the water. Now, an assistant to the magazine creative director, uh, Derek Warburton, who also designed the bracelet, he stripped down, he jumped into the icy and barely visible water to retrieve the piece. The assistant had been on the job for exactly one week when this all went down. Now, we're told that Mitchell and the rest of the crew cheered the fearless diver when he emerged with the piece perfectly intact. The $33,000 bracelet came off a second time during the shoot, but this time it was on land. Mitchell arrived at the New York Fashion Week on Sunday, dry, accessorized, and ready to go. Can you believe it? That, that That's what I call a assistant that's going beyond the call of duty. You know, you have those assistants that just do, you know, the bare minimum, and then you got those who just do, you know, they like robots, they do the same thing all the time. But you have those who go beyond, who, you know, you know, they know that, you okay, you have to get their coffee, you have to get their dry cleaning, you have to make their travels arrangement. But for an assistant to actually uh go in after you drop a very expensive jewelry piece and go in to save it, that speaks volume. And this, this guy, this person, this assistant, haven't even been on the job. They they just started. That's incredible. Right now we have here 126, 26 after the hour. We're broadcasting live from New York City. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. And uh, coming up in the next half hour, uh, we got uh, the latest from um, from uh, actress Carrie Washington. Apparently, she's going to be playing a new character in the upcoming Deadpool 2 movie. I'll tell you the latest. Also, um, Future sent a gift to all his friends for Valentine's Day. He made an announcement. I'll tell you what that announcement is. And uh, there's there's talks about uh, Wiz Khalifa and Amber Rose getting, they were seen together at the Clive Davis uh, uh, pre-Grammy party on a Saturday night, and people are wondering, are they getting back together? Well, 
Amber addressed that, and uh, she'll tell you what you know whether they're getting back or together or not. And uh, Derek Jeter and Hannah Davis, they're expecting their first child, a little baby girl. All those stories and more coming up within the next hour, next half hour. So stay tuned.
Tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Blog Talk Radio. We have uh, 28 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from Nick Jonas and Nicki Minaj called Bum Biddy Bum from the Fifty Shade Darker soundtrack. Uh, Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about uh, Miss Carrie Washington. She has a new uh, character that she's scheduled to play. Uh, She is eyed to play uh, a character in the Deadpool 2 movie, uh, they said that she's uh, currently testing for the role. Uh, should the deal be sealed, Washington will play cable partner in crime Nina Thurman, a.k.a. Domino. The role was reportedly also offered to uh, Sienna Miller, but she uh, had to turn it down. As for cable, Pierce Bronson has been reported to talk to play the mutant. However, there hasn't been uh, an official announcement from Fox about the casting. Carrie Washington is no stranger to playing a character in the superhero movie. She portrayed Alicia Master in Fantastic Four movie series before. Washington is also known for her role as Alicia I'm sorry, Olivia Pope on TV series Scandal and as Brunhilda Von Shaft in the critical acclaim Django Unchained. Deadpool 2 is set to hit U.S. theaters on March 2, 2018, with Ryan Reynolds reprising his role as the Merc with the Mouth, Colossus, played by Stephen Kopisic, and Nagasonic, uh, Teenage Warhead, played by Brianna Highbrand, will reportedly also return for the second film. Also, Superstore is the latest series, which gets an early renewal from NBC following the smash hit, This Is Us. NBC has announced the renewal of Superstore for a third season. The new season of the comedy series, which star America Ferreira, will bring back the Cloud Nine employees for 22 new episodes. The Thursday night drama is averaging about 1.8 rating among adult viewers. The comedy series is also viewed by 5.7 million total viewers in live plus seven-day ratings. Um, Superstore Superstore follows a group of employees at a fictional big box store named Cloud9 in their weekly adventures. The series also starred Ben Feldman as Jonah, Colton Dunn as Garrett, and Lauren Ash as Dina. Also starring on the series are Nico Santos as Matteo and Nicole Nicole Bloom as his on-screen secret lover, Cheyenne. The new episode titled Super Hot Store will air this Thursday, February 16th, which is tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern on NBC. And um, also, uh, Future, he sent a Valentine's Day gift to his fans yesterday as he announced a new self-titled album and a star-studded headlining tour. Taken to Twitter, the Atlanta Rappers shared the album artwork, which features orange hues and blurry portraits of him. The album served as a follow-up to his 2016 effort, Evolve, which debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 chart. Future features 17 tracks in total and boasts guest appearance from Migos, Tory Lanez, and Kodak Black. It can also be pre-ordered on iTunes before its release date, which is this Friday, February 17. In addition to the new album, Future will embark on Nobody's Safe Tour, which will feature all three of his uh, aforementioned album collaborators. The extension track is set to run from May 4th in Memphis through June 30th in Las Vegas. Future will also have Young Thug and ASAP Ferg on selected dates. 
Tickets for the Dawn for American Leg will go on sale on Friday, February 17, while pre-sale tickets are available for purchase today. Nobody Safe Tour will be Future's first major tour since he co-headlined Trek with Drake on last year's Summer 16 joint. And following his historic win at the 59th Annual Grammy Awards last Sunday, Chance the Rapper has announced that he will embark on a North American Spring Tour in support of his highly recognized album, Coloring Book. He took to Instagram on Tuesday, yesterday, to share the news with a photo of the tour dates. In addition to the Spring Tour, Chance is slated to headline three music festivals, including Sasquatch in Washington, uh, bon- Bonnaroo in Texas, and Governor Ball in New York. He is set to take the stage along with Lord Flume, Kilani, Charlie XCX, and others at the 7th Annual Governor's Ball on June 2nd. Earlier this week, Chance unveiled his remix of Drake's future assisted track, Grammys, at an after-party following his big night at the Grammys. The 23-year-old Chicago MC took home three trophies, including Best New Artist, Best Rap Performance for No Problem, and Best Rap Album for Coloring Book. He received a lot of support from the hip-hop community, including Dre, who sent him a heartfelt congratulatory message. And a new promo for the remaining half of the Empire season, Season 3, has been launched. The new video begins with Cookie Lion, played by Taraji P. Henson, getting mad as she walked through the Empire hallway to find Lucius Lion by t- playing by Terrence Howard. Uh, at the end of the video, Cookie can be seen trying to hit Lucius with her bat, but the video then jumps into a scene where Cookie and, Lu- and Lucius, whose head is bleeding, ends up kissing each other. Empire returns on Wednesday, March 22nd at 9 p.m. Eastern on Fox. And uh, Chris Brown is seemingly not really over Rihanna. Rumor has it that the party hitmaker picked out Riri as his valentine and sent a gorgeous bouquet of flowers to the This Is How We Do It songstress yesterday. He sent Rihanna and her mother flowers for for Valentine's Day, according to HollywoodLife.com. Back in January, actually, Breezy and Riri were seen together at Towels here in New York. It's a very uh, it's a very popular restaurant here in Midtown. Uh, during the meetup that night, the two looked very comfortable around each other. They had dinner with some other people before they entered the studio through the entrance. Hmm. And uh, Wiz and Amber, Wiz Khalifa and Amber, the question is, are they back together? Well, Amber Rose had set the record straight about her relationship with her ex-husband, with Khalifa. The 33-year-old had sparked speculation that she was getting back with the rapper since they were spotted sharing a smoosh at a pre-Grammy party on Saturday night, February 11th. Amber took to Instagram on Monday, February 13th, to say that she had no plans to get back with the rapper. Wiz, uh, she said that Wiz and she are family, and they will always be family for the rest of their lives because of their son, uh, Sebastian. She also went on to say that the kiss at Clyde Davis' annual pre-Grammy party was nothing romantic. They're in a great place, but they are very much still divorced and not together. Amber also addressed her recent split from Dancing with the Star Hung Val Shemakowski. Uh, she wrote that, uh, quote, and to the awesome person I got to spend the past five months with, Val and I broke up due to our own personal reasons, but we still care about each other tremendously, and we love each other's family even more. 
So please understand that we are all human and we have feelings too. Nobody got dumped and nothing we do over here is malicious. It's just how life works sometimes, unquote. You know, a lot of people were thinking that, you know, you know, because they were partners on the Dancing with the Stars. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, Dancing with the Stars. So um, a lot of people didn't think they were going to last. You know, they were only dating for about five months. So it was short, sweet at while it lasted, you know. But they do have the utmost respect for each other. There's no hard feelings, you know. It's just that sometimes, according to Amber, that's how life works sometimes, you know. Um, and it could be, you know, the scheduling, you know. He, you know, he's she's doing her own thing. He's doing his own thing. So, Katy Perry, black, uh, she, <laughs> she's talking about somebody who's throwing shade. She was blasted for doing that at Britney Spears. She landed in hot water after appearing to throw shade at Britney with a not-so-subtle joke at the red carpet interview at the 2017 Grammy Awards. Now, while she was talking to Ryan Seacrest, she made a joke in which she seemingly took a jab at Britney's infamous head-shaving meltdown. When asked by Ryan about her comeback after taking some time away from music, the change to the rhythm hitmaker responded. She said, quote, it's called taking care of mental health. She also added, quote, I haven't shaved my head yet, unquote, referring to when Britney shaved her head following her mental breakdown back in 2007. Uh, many, include Britney fans, were not happy with Katie's remark. They have since taken to Twitter to slam the rise singer for making light of mental health. And speaking of Britney Spears, um, the Britney Spears movie that's on Lifetime appears this Saturday at 8 p.m. on Lifetime, so you definitely want to check it out. Uh, I, I and and, and uh, there was rumors about this making of this movie how the Britney really didn't give her blessing for the movie. Uh, I don't know if she had any say or. Any part, I don't know how they're going to do her music, but it, it should cover everything from when uh, she started out, uh, when she was dating Jim, Justin Timberlake, how uh, she had this breakdown, uh, the infamous performance with the snake. Uh, it's going to cover everything, so definitely check it out. Check out your lo- local listings. It's going to be on Lifetime this Saturday uh, at 8 p.m., uh, the Britney Spears story. Uh, it should be very interesting for all you Britney Spears fans. Uh, right now we have here uh, 17 minutes left remaining in the show. And congratulations are in order for uh, Derek Jeta and Hannah Davis. They are expecting their first child. The 26-year-old St. Thomas native shared the good news on Monday, February 13, by writing a sweet blog post on Derek's website, The Players' Tribune, detailing some momentous events in her life which she didn't realize at the time they happened. She recalled the time she was introduced to the former New York Yankee star by a mutual friend, the first time she attended a Yankee game, and his last game at Yankee Stadium. Hannah also revealed that Derek already had a name for the unborn baby girl. While Hannah just shared the baby news, she had known she was pregnant when she was recently did a photo shoot for the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. In the picture, she, she, uh, she, it's, it was taken at the beach in Mexico by uh, this photographer by the name of Ruben Afanadar, 
Uh, she posed in a two-piece bikini showing her barely there baby bump. So, it, I mean, if you see the photo, she doesn't look pregnant at all, but uh, she said that she found out. She looks good. I mean, they're a beautiful couple, both Hannah and Derek. You know, that's going to be a very pretty baby. You know, he's handsome, she's beautiful. Yeah, that's going to be a beautiful baby. Um, yeah, so uh, I can't wait to, you know, see what other celebrities, because, you know, after Beyonce and Jay-Z announced that they were having twins, Pharrell and his wife just had triplets, George Clooney and his wife, Amal, they're having twins, they're having a boy and a girl, they're expected to be due this uh, June. Uh, and more celebrities are coming out. Uh Right now we have 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and when I come back, I'll give you the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere.
Right now, we have 11 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Katy Perry uh, called Chain to the Rhythm. That was new music from her. Uh, speaking of music, and uh, I, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I had my pre-Valentine Day show, and I had uh, this artist, uh, Al Jarreau, was one of the songs I had played on that show that night. Um, one, of, one of my favorite tunes was um, So Good, and just to find out a day later that uh, Al Jarreau, the legendary jazz artist and seven-time Grammy winner, had died. He was only 76. He died about 6 a.m. Sunday at the Los Angeles Hospital. He was surrounded by family and friends. The cause of death was not immediately known, but the news of his passing comes two days after he announced his retirement from touring and was admitted to the hospital for exhaustion. Um Al Jarreau, uh, he was the only Grammy vocalist to win in the jazz, pop, and R&B categories. Uh, he had a career that spanned five decades. He had 20 albums. His biggest single were We're In This Love Together from 1981. He also sang the theme song for TV's Moonlighting. He also uh, had a Grammy vocalist uh, again to win. He's the only Grammy vocalist to win in the jazz, pop, and R&B categories. Uh, right now, um, he's survived by his wife, Susan, and his son, Ryan. The family requests that a contribution be made to the Wisconsin Foundation for the School of Music, a scholarship fund that Jerome had established. So, um, yeah, such a shame. You know, he had come so full circle in 2004. He had recorded a straight-ahead jazz album called Accentuate the Positive. He picked up like two more Grammys in like 2007 for a recording that he made with guitarist George Benson called Give It Up. And then he just remained an active performer until his death, and he played about 50 concerts last year. I also had the privilege to see him at the uh, jazz, uh, the jazz venue up in Saratoga Springs, uh, one year, and I also saw him at a performance he did in the Mohican Sun at the casino up there. So he's definitely going to be missed, that's for sure. Uh, again, right now we have about eight minutes left remaining in the show, and for the last remaining stories for today, uh, after banning naked pictures for a year, Playboy had made a U-turn and decided to start it up again by campaigning hashtag Naked is Normal. The campaign was started by none other than the magazine's chief creative officer and the son of Hugh Hefner, Cooper Hefner. 
previously Playboy banned naked pictorials to gain more mainstream advertisers, but the effort apparently didn't go well. The magazine March-April 2017 issue will mark Playboy return to nudity featuring playmate Elizabeth Elam. Playboy official Instagram account already shared the cover picture in which Elam posts topless alongside the headline, Naked is Normal. And it seems that nobody is remembering Whitney Houston anymore after five years since her tragic death. Rumor has it that the last resting place of the I Will Always Love You hitmaker at the Fairview Cemetery in New Jersey has been abandoned and only has very few visitors. Uh, the public, they claim that the public has forgotten her. They said that fans do not come anymore. Uh, they said at one point her grave had a guard that had a restricted access only to relatives, but now it's just mostly deer and other wildlife ambling through the grounds, and very few people visit Whitney. Now, according to the site, Whitney Graveyard was watched over by a guard during the third anniversary of her death in 2015, but it's now unattended. On Saturday, February 11, which would mark the fifth anniversary of Whitney's death, Bobby Christina Brown, former boyfriend Nick Gordon, paid tribute to the late singer on Twitter. Nick posted a throwback photo of him, Whitney, and Bobby, along with the caption, Can't believe it's been five years. I miss you. I know you and Chris are enjoying each other up there. R-I-H. Nick was found legally responsible for Bobby's death in September 2016 after a wrongful death lawsuit was filed by the family estate with support from her father, Bobby Brown. It was ordered to pay $36 million in damages. Nick, however, denied murdering his girlfriend. In late January, he announced the death of Bobby by posting some intimate photos of his angel along with the loving message for her. That's a shame. I, I really didn't even know that. But uh, And it's right over, it's, it, it, I think she's, yeah, it's, she's buried in New Jersey. So, such a shame. Are Wiz Khalifa and Amber Rose back together? Well, the former couple, they packed on the PDA while attending Clyde Davis' annual pre-Grammy party on Saturday, February 12th, and it was held at the same hotel that Whitney Houston had passed, the Beverly Hilton Hotel. Wiz and Amber held hands as they arrived at the venue. The See You Again hitmaker kissed his ex-wife on the cheek. The exes, who tied the knot in 2013 before divorcing a year later, also shared a smooch on the red carpet. During the party, the pair were both beaming and staying close to each other. They even held hands when heading to the men's and ladies' room for a bathroom break. Representative for Wiz and Amber hadn't responded for the comments, but the day before, it was announced that, again, Amber had broke up with her boyfriend, Val uh, Shemakoski, after five months of dating. And according to the source, the couple decided to go their separate way because they're just, they claim they're just too different. Other insiders told us weekly that the schedules were an issue, like I was mentioning before. And Shia LaBeouf, remember he uh, did this art installation here in New York? Well, it's closed down due to public safety shortly after the actor was arrested for alleged violence. He set up an anti-Donald Trump protest. The project was hosted by the Museum of of Moving Images right here in New York City. He put the message, he will not divide us. It was written on the wall outside the museum. There was also a round-the-clock camera mounted on the wall. Passersby were encouraged to speak their minds to the camera, and the project was live-streamed. One of the famous visitors was Jaden Smith, Will and Jada's son. 
The uh, actor allegedly attacked the man for sneakily saying that the number 14 and 88, which were significant to the fascist movement, the installation began on the day of Trump inauguration and was initially set to stay up for four years of his presidency. And another details of again of Emal Clooney's pregnancy is revealed. Uh, the couple announced that they are expecting twins earlier this week, and now the gender of the unborn babies is revealed as well, as I mentioned earlier. And you never guess who. Excuse me, who revealed the, who spilled the beans. It was George Clooney's mom. She's, uh, as expected, she's an excited grandmother, and she told, she mentioned the baby's genders. And uh, she said that uh, she hadn't been told what their names were going to be because she said that that's George and Amal's department. George and Amal pal Julie Chen was the one who broke the news of their pregnancy on the talk show, The Talk. And that's when she said that the twins were due in June. And Tom Cruise is currently mourning the loss of his mother, Mary Lee South, who died at the age of 80. According to a news report from People, South died peacefully in her sleep last week after battling health issues in recent years. South was giving a memorial service at her local church of Scientology over the weekend. And according to the publication, Cruise attended the memorial along with his three sisters. Cruz, who joins his mom, moved to New Jersey when he was 16 after she got married to John Jack South in 1978 and had a close relationship with his mom as she often, uh, often attended his premieres. The 54-year-old actor developed his passion for acting from his mom, who was a special education teacher. The Michelin Impossible Hunk said many years ago how he had an interest in theater growing up but never did anything about it. His mom didn't encourage him to try out for a high school production of Guys and Dolls after he was sidelined from his wrestling career due to knee injury. Uh, sorry about that, Tom. Tom Cruise's mother passed away uh, at the age of 80. And... Um, Beyonce uh, just released some new music. Uh, she had sung some at the Grammys. Uh, the music video is called Love, Drought, and Sandcastle, which was it's from her 2016 visual album, Lemonade, on YouTube. The video was launched following her epic medley of the two songs at the 2017 Grammys. Uh, the four-and-a-half-minute video shows a very romantic moment between Beyonce and Jay-Z, who where they they're wearing their wedding ringers ring, wedding ringers their wedding rings and they're spotted kissing and holding hands. Uh, this makes the fifth and sixth video from Beyonce album after the singer released "Sorry, Hold Up, Daddy Lessons, and All Night" respectively. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.